right, so, so we're, we're back. back. Once again, Once again this, this is what a shot is. Did I say it right? Anaya. A rebel And we were just talking about dieting and diet fast. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear We're good. We're okay. good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, so on the Facebook, Facebook page, you've got the trend. Biochemical nourishment specialist. What's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian. Um, I specialize in the nutrients that humans need. And the nutrients that foods provide. So that's the biochemistry of the human and the plants and the, the animals that we eat. So I know um, the different kinds of nutrients that each of the foods that we typically consume provides to us. I also know about various chemicals um, when we're talking about plant foods that interfere with us being able to utilize those nutrients. Um, unfortunately, we tend to assume that because it's a plant, it's good for us. But um, keeping it in proper perspective, uh, most poisons known to man come from plants. <laughs> right. So, it's the new show that I'm watching. Uh, the last one is starting with uh, mold. Mold is the turning people, people, people and all that good all stuff. That good stuff right. Yeah. So. Um, I'm, I deal with things on a on a chemical level, a biochemical level, and a and a cellular level. Especially for us, that's important because the nutrients that we use they do their work in our cells. And so, if they can't get access to the cells for whatever reason, if we can't absorb it in our intestines, if we can't retain it once we do absorb it, um, if there's any issue with our ability to utilize it whatsoever, like uh, for someone diabetic, for example, most uh, type 2 diabetics, they have um, issues with getting the sugar into the cells where it belongs. So it hangs out in the bloodstream and that's why their blood sugar is so high because it's not going where it needs to go. So um, that's an important thing to, to be able to understand because then we can also deal with how to get it where it needs to go. Diabetes is not about having too much sugar in a diet as much as it is about not having enough of the co-nutrients that go with the sugar, like potassium, magnesium, vitamin C, and so forth. These are the things that the pancreas is going to use to make insulin. And these are also some of the things that the cells will have to have in order to allow insulin to bring sugar in. So all of this is about our, our chemical makeup. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. So I'm a supplement, so I'm a supplement person. person. <laughs> because I don't I always don't eat. Right. Um, um, my pill box is loaded with zinc, zinc vitamin, vitamin C. C. I take ashwagandha. Uh, um, what else am I taking? Cinnamon. Because cinnamon works good. be good for cardiac or cardiac as well as people are So. Looking at some Looking of your posts, posts and you're saying if, you're saying if we eat appropriate, that I won't need no, all those supplements. But what do you tell the client that, like me, it's it's too hard to eat right for supplementing with Um, So I want to go back to one of the things you mentioned that you take. You have to be very careful with cinnamon. Um, If you're going to take a cinnamon 
um, supplement, it's best to use Ceylon uh, cinnamon, not cassia. Cassia has a high amount of a particular toxin. Mm -hmm. So that's why primarily cinnamon is, is good for um, just seasoning things that we eat very seldomly. Um, but if you're going to have it on a regular basis, definitely say that's C-E-Y-L-O-N. That's how you spell that. Um, it's It's got much less of that particular toxin in it. Very, very low amounts. Uh, as far as supplementing uh, with the vitamins and minerals, I do understand when someone has an issue uh, getting everything in or having the time, you know, because prepping and things like that are time consuming. So, um one of the first things I would suggest to, to people is to find all the methods possible for making sure that they can prep certain things um, and utilizing everything at their disposal to do that. And that's including their family members. Mm -hmm. So some of us have children who are 10 and older. They can get in the kitchen and do a lot of different things, including helping with um, prepping before cooking or even juicing and juicing is important too, or, or making a smoothie, you mm -hmm. know, so yeah. those things can be what helps because getting nutrients from food is always going to be, um, most important. The food nutrients, the food vitamins, the food source vitamins and minerals are different from what you're going to get in a pill. Those are always synthetic. They're always, um, a little bit there's something off about them certain ones are even um toxic so folic acid for example compared to folate which is what you're going to get in food folic acid can come with a lot of problems um, certain other nutrients that you may take can cause problems for your kidneys or your liver so we we want to be careful to um not overdo any of them some of these things, I was in CVS the other day and I saw vitamin D. Some of the some of the amounts were so astronomical, mm -hmm. it made me cringe because, again, uh, most, every nutrient has co-nutrients, at least one. Um, for vitamin D, you have to get magnesium, um, also vitamin uh, calcium, and B6. Well, B6 and magnesium go together, so that's an automatic. But if you take extremely high amounts of vitamin D and you're not getting uh, sufficient amounts of magnesium to process that, what you're causing is for your body to say, hey, okay, I need to process this thing and I have a lot of it to process. I don't have magnesium from the, the bloodstream, from the food sources, so I need it from somewhere I'm going to pull it from the teeth and the bones. Ooh. That's good That's information. Good information. I need a consultation. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not doing stuff. I think my cinnamon is what you see is that too many. I had to slow down on zinc because of some cardiac issues I had. I didn't realize that the zinc could have been caused. But I do take it. That's because they say, you know, you live in Michigan and you ain't getting enough for it. So I'm like, okay, I just got this vitamin D. And I can give it to my son. He takes vitamin D. You take it in high doses. That zinc and vitamin C, we take yeah, and yeah, I'm so glad you gave that information. Definitely, it's just hard, hard, but I do know it's best. Bring it up. We've got an event coming up this Saturday. The juicing event. 
Is this the first one? This is the first one. I initially wanted to do one uh, week before last, but there were some things that the, um, they had to do some repairs at the venue. So we had to. Um, but yes, but as far as the vitamin D, I'm sorry, just to backtrack really quickly, um, you can just try to get the lower amounts and the zinc as well. Um, you have to search for a little bit to find those low amounts of zinc. Cause even, um, most of them, I think start at like 40 or something like and that. And that's our 50. So what I did was we broke down like the frequency. I'll now take it like maybe twice a week. I was taking it every day. Because when you need that every day, whereas vitamin D, vitamin E, those fat soluble nutrients, you can get away with periodically because we can store that. If you get a lot, if you can process what you get, you can store it. Zinc is totally different. Yeah. So zinc is something you have to get on a daily basis, but you can cut them in half or you can, I found some that were 25 milligrams. Mm -hmm. So find the lower the lowest you can oftentimes you might have to start looking online for stuff like that because in the stores it may be hard to find the the smaller amounts but um but yes so the juicing event is about targeting nutrients um through juicing i noticed that a lot of people juice now Mm -hmm. um uh, sometimes I have to educate people about the difference between a puree and a juice because some <laughs> the Vitamix people have people thinking that if you put it in a blender and it it's so it looks like juice then that's juice that's not juice that's a puree and there's a difference yeah. so yeah. um one of the differences well the main difference is the fact that in the whatever you put in a blender it still has all the fiber okay. fiber is cool but if you're trying to maximize your nutrients for that thing then the fiber is just bulky and you can't do anything much with it. So you don't need, you can always get your fiber through eating those things, eating certain fruits and vegetables. That's fine. But if you're juicing to get in extra nutrients, then you don't need all that. So you can put it in a juice machine, which is going to kick the fiber out one side and kick the juice out another side. Some of the fiber is going to get in the juice, but it won't hardly be anywhere near all of what was in there in the first place. So now you have something highly concentrated. So let's say you take a bag of spinach, let's say an eight or nine ounce bag of spinach, you run that through a juice machine, you're getting maybe a quarter of a cup or a third of a cup of juice. You can drink that easily. Mm. But you how easy well I mean in terms of quantity. How long would it take you to eat that bag of spinach? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Got you. So when it comes to the juice, that's a third of a cup maybe of juice. You can add some apples. That's going to cut the bitterness. I can drink it because I'm used to it. Most Mm. newbies are going to be like, oh, this is too strong. But you can put all (laughs) kinds of other fruits with that. And then you can target the fruits you combine it with to try to increase certain other things like vitamin C. Spinach is high in magnesium. When you want to make sure you're going to absorb your minerals, you make sure you get enough vitamin C to do that. Your digestive tract needs that vitamin C to absorb minerals. So you can combine, you can put some apple in there, you can put some oranges in there Mm -hmm. and all kind of whatever else. But um, pineapple, that's high vitamin C and very sweet. You can combine that with it. And then you've got a cup of something you can drink quickly and easily. You're not trying to 
force it down and you're not trying to, you don't have this huge amount of something that you're shoveling in your face. Like, oh my God, can I be done already? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes it a little bit easier, um, easier to, to deal with and you got it all in. Okay. So, um, and targeting, like I said, targeting those nutrients, if you understand how much magnesium is in that eight ounces of spinach, then you know, okay, I got this much and I still need this much for the day. Instead of, I juice today, I made this juice. And then people have no idea what, okay, you made juice today. What'd you get what from was that? It? <laughs> what was it? That's me. Now I'm a blender freak. But I do have a juice and my husband bought me a Jacqueline Lane. And I hate using it because it's so messy. Like the part where you said it spit everything out in the bag. For a while I was good. I was putting my bag in the bag toss it. But I'm like, then you got to buy so much to get so much juice. But what you just said kind of helped. Because in my head, I'm like this much juice. But I'm getting like this much juice. And I'm like, I don't blend it the whole bag. Juice the whole bag. But that makes sense. So, okay. I might get back to juice. We will see. It really just feels like, oh, my God, I'm wasting all this. There are things you can do with the pulp, with the fiber. I bake with it. You know, you can use it to thicken stew. You can do all kinds of different things with with that, with those things. Um, but I do so much. I try to save as much as I can. But if I did that, my freezer would literally, literally be full of pulp. <laughs> I'm going to get better at it because I do. I got the equipment. I just... Literally, literally, it's sitting in the shelf. In the shelf. In the shelf. And I had to have a couple of years. Clean up that's something you can get those kids to help with. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, you're making me feel bad. Making me feel bad. <laughs> now, um, meat. I am not a meat eater. Well, I haven't had any red meat to include pork, duck, any of that in almost 20 years. I stopped eating it because I wanted to stay ahead of preventing um, tension, cholesterol, things that's running in my family. Oh, shoot. She fell off again. You there? You there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you still there. Stop recording. So I stopped eating because I was trying to call myself in the head of what was what was going on. Couldn't have been happening. But I look at some of your articles and like, nope, you need me. So why do you have such a balance versus not eating? The short answer is money. The short answer is money. Um, the grain companies and the soy companies uh, pay a lot of money, and especially years ago, to certain organizations to spread a certain message. Um, they want you to get your protein through their products. There's a whole history of that. But the longer answer is that... <laughs> We tend to associate plant foods. I think I mentioned this earlier. We tend to associate plant foods automatically with good health. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to accept that everything else is not healthy. 
<laughs> when we were kids, though, this is how that we became ingrained with that through the fact that most children don't want those foods, right? The the green veggies and stuff like that. So yep. our parents yep. would say to us, what? Eat your veggies. Yep. They're yep. good for you. We never heard that message about anything else on the plate. No. no. They were telling us that to try to convince us to eat what we didn't want. But mm-hmm. that didn't mean everything else was not good for us. So now it's easy for us to accept the message that those are the best for us. But everything on the plate could be good, like um, the meat on the plate. Or uh, some people say you shouldn't have starch. Well, those starchy fibrous, those starchy vegetables, those root vegetables are extremely health promoting. Most of those foods are your highest potassium foods. And potassium is something the average person is not getting enough of. So the potatoes, the sweet potatoes, the beets, all of those things are good for you. No, no, no. You know what? People want to hear are something that people who don't normally like beets can tolerate. But um you know, you can you you can get away with not having beets. It's just that they're one of the, the good healthy foods for you, not just the green veggies or not just the now we're you know, it's like, oh well you can get protein Without eating meat, you can get it from plant foods like nuts and seeds. And okay, sure. If but I try to educate people because there is such a great lack of education. Mm-hmm. Protein is not protein. I mean, protein is a, several things. It's not a one thing. So we can't say you can just get it wherever because you can't. You can't get the protein you need. Humans need protein structured certain ways. Um, we need certain amino acids. Those are the things that build protein. If you have, you can have all kinds of chains of protein with different kinds of amino acids, but certain ones we need in certain ratios compared to others. For example, plant-based proteins, they all have two particular amino acids um, in the wrong ratios for us perfect for perfect for a seed becoming a plant but for us it's not great so um, that's lysine and arginine lysine is an essential because we can't make it arginine is a non-essential or a conditionally essential because we do make that our bodies can make that amino acid with certain other nutrients obviously but um if our arginine levels are up here and the lysine levels are down here, that's a problem. Why? Because they are what's called competing amino acids. They compete for the same receptors on the cells. If you have high amounts of one and lower amounts of another, that one that's in lower amounts is going to be beaten out. So now you have way too much arginine not enough lysine. Even if that's a high lysine food, if the arginine is twice as high or three times as high, which is the case for certain grains and certain seeds, certain other seeds, because grains are seeds, um, then you're susceptible to all sorts of issues, including <laughs> uh, immune system problems. But um, 
and, and problems building or retaining muscle. Because if you're only getting those kinds of proteins, your body's going to seek that lysine. You're going to consume animal products. You just will be the one you're consuming. Oh, wow. That's deep. It's going to be broken down to obtain that lysine. But you can go get it from the cow, the chicken, the fish instead, because those ratios are always flipped the other way around. It's always high lysine, lower arginine. And that's okay because we can make enough arginine if we don't get it in the food. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've been so much without that, that, that I would be afraid to go back to it. What do you like? Do you eat fish or um? Mostly poultry. And it's, 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 it's swim to none. Like I said, I dive deep into um vegetables, fruits and vegetables, predominantly fruits and vegetables. But I'm not eating healthy, so my body is pampered. Like I can feel extremely fatigued. Um, skin starts start having skin, you know, issues, and I know it's my diet. I am everything. Everything I feel better, and I know I my body feels instant. So I don't trying to be a vegetarian. It does not work for me because I don't eat enough of what I need. Yeah. For anybody, in all honesty, I know some people feel like, oh, well, it works for me. And they have certain reasons for saying that, but mm-hmm. in the long run, it doesn't work for anybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting so I'm much feedback. So How do I find my work? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm good. I ain't gonna hold you too much longer. Um, tell people how they can get in contact with you and what services you offer offer out of your house. Okay, so my personal um, social media uh, for Facebook is Ashara Inaya. Um, the I have a group uh, page which is Rebel House Wellness Community. I have a, a business page which is Rebel House Dash Wellness, as a hyphen wellness. Um, the website is myrebelhouse.com, and I can be contacted through the website or through asharainaya at gmail.com or contact at myrobohouse.com. So I'm going to put that information when I post this so people will be able to get in contact with you. Um, I appreciate you coming on and sharing all the wealth of knowledge that you have. You put so much out there. Oh my God, now I'm like, I need a consultation. Um, I have many products on the website and I do also customize products for people who have specific issues that may need some, something custom. Um, and I'll, I'll be adding more, more, um, services as well. I've, I've been wanting to do meal prepping for a while now, but of course that'll only be for those who are local. Okay. I appreciate you. Now let me see if I can make this. Everybody knows I'm still doing this. I am trying to do the hand clap now. Let's see. Wait a minute. Can you hear me? They're clapping. But thank you for coming on and we'll be in touch. Thank you for having me. Have a good night.
You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.